I'm Cesar Rubio, five-time past master of Palm Springs Lodge number 693, and this is Masonic Muscle, where we focus on the strongest aspect of Freemasonry, a virtuous education of the mind, fortifying it with wise and serious truths, encouraging all brethren to increase their level of fitness one degree at a time, making exercise and study a cornerstone of your daily routine, because Freemasonry is work. When you put in the work, Get closer and closer to the point within the circle. Masonic muscle. We give you more light, but no light weights. We're here to pump you up, body, mind, and soul. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's a Happy New Year. Today is the second. Monday the 2nd, I hope everybody had a great New Year's and you were with the ones that you love, friends and family. Hope you were safe and you guys had a great time. Thank you all who have been listening to this podcast up to this point. This is a labor of love for me as I get to talk about at least two of my favorite subjects. That is exercise and the mysterious origins of Freemasonry. How those two are combined? Well, listen to some of the podcasts and you guys will find out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that you can get notified every time a new episode comes out. And also, you also now have the option of donating uh, to this podcast. Any and all donations are welcomed as this can at least buy me a cup of coffee. to Get my creative juices flowing to help me bring to you new, better content and interviews. Now back to the show. I'm going to read an article from, once again, the super strength training website that Bill Hinburn has created. The title of this article is Focus on the Purpose, Not the Tool. A question that pops up quite often leads me to believe that human nature is our worst enemy. What I mean by that is we are always trying to find an easier way to do things. Isn't this true of Freemasonry brethren? You know who I'm talking to, you guys out there, that believe that Freemasonry should be all things to all people, that we shouldn't hold anybody to a high standard, and that there should basically just, yeah, just whatever happens, you know, it's all good. If he couldn't make it, that's all right, even though he said he would and he didn't keep his word. That's okay. But anyhow, let's keep going. Not simpler, mind you, easier. The proverbial better mousetrap syndrome. How many times have you said, man, there's got to be a better way? What you really mean is an easier way. After all, training is hard work by design. As soon as your training starts getting easy, your results will soon fade away. Case in point, Daryl from North Carolina asks, I'm just now getting back into weight training and want to know if I should use dumbbells or barbells. I just got a set of dumbbells. Are they okay? I'll answer your question like this. First, never focus on the tool. Focus on the purpose. In terms relating to training, some people feel that since they are using barbells, they should only do barbell exercises or dumbbells. 
or bodyweight exercises, etc. Some trainees mix it up by using both barbells and dumbbells. Yeah, Darkness and I do that. Mixing it in with some calisthenics, bodyweight exercises as well. Focus on what you want to achieve and then look around for the available tool best suited for the task at hand. Is there a difference in training effect between using barbells and dumbbells? Absolutely. Both have their strong features. Both have their weak points. You can use more weight with barbells because you have the advantage of teamwork between both hands. The downside, if you use them to the exclusion of dumbbells, your stabilizer muscles will suffer from neglect. More importantly, you leave yourself wide open for injury. Dumbbells, on the other hand, are superb for developing the all-important stabilizer muscles due to the fact that dumbbells are more awkward to use. More and different muscles come into play. The downside is that you cannot use as much weight in many exercises. But if dumbbells are the tool of necessity, as in Daryl's case, then dumbbells it is. The same holds true if you have available is, no, is a long bar. If that's all you have available, go for it. Body weight, cables, etc. makes no difference. The important thing is to get out there and do it. Another very important point when training is variety. David P. Willoughby and I collaborate on putting together one of the greatest physical conditioning courses ever published. It is a very elaborate physical training and conditioning course offering hundreds of different exercises utilizing both body weight and dumbbell exercises. For substance, depth, and variety, it simply cannot be beat. And then it says for the entire 10 lesson course, go here and order today. And that you can go on to the Bill Hinburn website, Super Strength Training, and you can find that. So what does this have to do with Freemasonry as the title of it was Focus on the Purpose, Not the Tool? And he was saying, you know, that he was in reference to, hey, should I use dumbbells? or It doesn't matter. Focus on the purpose. The purpose is that you're trying to increase your physical fitness, to improve your, the physical fitness. So, by, you know, I use the example. You don't need any equipment, and you know this. You can do body weight squats. Maybe five sets of however many you can do with the one to two minute rest in between. When you're done with those, you do your five to, I don't know, six, seven sets of push-ups, however many sets you can do with one minute, two minute rest in between. Then you can do some crunches. You know, three, five sets of however many crunches you can do in good form. Then go for a walk. Do that three times a day. I mean, three times per week. And stay consistent and improve your nutrition. You don't have to get all crazy and become vegan or anything like that. And you're going to see some incredible results. And as you experiment, it's okay. I think in this article it said, hey, experiment. Variety. Because as you experiment, you're going to find what you like, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. And you're going to begin to to develop your own routine so you fail and fail fast so you can get to the winning right? and achieving and connecting the dots for yourself. And when you do that, that means that structure follows strategy. We tend to overthink things. And the number one thing we have to do is pull the trigger. Pull it. Just do it. 
at large. What does that mean? Well, I've been, you know, lately I've been hearing, I just finished listening to uh, Masonic Improvement. You know, I was on that show a while back. I'm going to call those guys up and so that I can interview them. And then I listened to The Winding Stairs by uh, Juan Sepulveda out of Florida, I believe. And uh, as I was weightlifting today, I just finished my workout. So I'm all pumped up. That's right, baby. Pumped up. Oh, sorry. And they came, they, they're kind of like inadvertently, I don't think they coordinated this, but they were talking about some similar themes that I've been talking about in the podcast from time to time. And then with uh, brothers of my home, mother lodge and prospects coming in. And one of the things that has been standing out at our lodge is that we're really beginning to gain momentum, a lot of momentum. And this has been done for a variety of reasons. But one of the most important ones is that we found our focus. We found what we wanted to do and we stood by it. So we put a standards and we set the bar high. And in order for that to happen, you have to converse with several brethren whether they're master masons, past masters, inner apprentice, fellow crafts, if they're there and they're contributing and they're actively engaged, engage them as well because they're going to give you some great feedback. And so we got focused on the purpose. Why are we showing up to lodge? Why? What is it that we want? And so in the in the podcast, though, they were kind of dancing around, and you know, these, well, I don't know, and, you know, it's difficult to say if you focus on the purpose, if you keep it simple, stupid, and you realize that you need to have a focus, your lodge, the only way to get to this focus is to begin to involve and include as many members as you can, to ask them what they think they should be doing at lodge. Because if you have a lodge that is going to eventually cave in to everybody's needs and desires and wants, then that lodge has become all things to all people. And that lodge is just not using their energy and their resources correctly. But if you say, hey, negative, that's a big negative, sir. At this lodge, this is what we're about. And if you have something to contribute to that purpose that'll help strengthen that, that purpose, that focus, then we're all ears. That's what we want. But it's this tight focus that helped get us here. And it's this tight focus that will continue to help us move this thing forward and attract the members that we want. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to set a standard on what type of individual you're looking for. They have to be of the same mentality as you. They do. They have to have similar philosophical understandings as you they have to be able to see the vision have a voice all push or pull in the same direction and the leaders have to let the workers work and when you do that and you're consistently looking to see if it's working or not and whatever's working you just immediately discard it you know, you, you might 
go back and say, okay, what's happening? Oh, it's not working. Oh, what do you think? Should we? But you, boom, it, it, you, you move fast. You move quickly. And you make decisions quickly. You get back in the arena, test it again. If it failed, that's fine. You, now you know that that didn't work and you keep going until you get there. That's very important. Do not be afraid of setting the bar high. Do not be afraid of letting prospective members, or whether they be prospects, meaning they're just coming in and they're trying to become a member, or members of another lodge that become a, come to your lodge, hang around, they begin to like what they see, they get excited, and then they ask for a petition for affiliation. Hey, that's when you got to stand your ground and say, hey, this is what we do. This is what we're about. We're looking for active members. We're not just, we don't need your money if that's what you're throwing this. I want to affiliate, you know, because I want to give my dues to you. We don't need your money. We need your participation. And we need to know that you're understanding what our one-year plan or three- to five-year plan is what our vision is for this lodge. Because then you can fall in to whatever part of the plan that is your strength and begin to help us strengthen that and move this thing forward. I've been giving this a lot of thought for many years. And I've been hearing these themes and these podcasts now for years and years and years. And there have been some great articles that have been put out there talking about the reason why they believe Freemasonry has been declining, what they believe has to happen. Now, they don't have all the answers. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that they've, they've given us such a long, hard look because they were disappointed with their experience. They wanted something substantial. They wanted to come in and find something completely unique and special, and worth their time, brethren, worth their time. That means that they were willing to set aside that one day out of the week to go hang out with you guys. And somehow, if they ever got the opportunity and were considered, maybe receive an application, and then wait patiently for that day to get initiated, and now have an opportunity to be called a brother with you. And now, not only help me with my proficiency and my memory work and the exploration of everything Masonic, but where do I fit in? You know, if I, hey, my forte is cooking. That's what I love, and that's going to be my contribution. So can I get in the kitchen and help these guys and help the lodge improve the quality of their meal? Yes, sir. Yes, you may. Tell us how you're going to do it. Uh, do, you, do you need help? What is it that you need in order for this to happen? Another guy joins, he finally gets to that point, and he got initiated, and now we can call him brother, and his strength is that he wants to help it, the lodge initiate other people. So ritual and the memory work, hey, how can I help? I'm glad you asked. Let's go over here. Let's begin to teach you. Begin to show you the steps. Focus on the purpose, not the tool. In Freemasonry, we have plenty of tools. We're given tools. 
We haven't been called tools in a while, though. I must admit. We have our working tools. And in Freemasonry, like I've said many, many times before, in Freemasonry, you are given the tools to help you become a better man. And in the gym, your home gym, you're given all the tools to help build a better body. And to me, that goes hand in hand. Because now you're strengthening body, mind, and soul. And when you start to do that, and they start to work in better harmony, because you feel better, because you feel stronger. All those little aches and pains begin to go away. You feel start feeling more confident. Your clothes start fitting better. And now you want to go an extra mile to begin to watch what you eat. It doesn't have to be a drastic change. You know, if you eat 10 cheeseburgers, eat five. I mean, come on. A lodge cannot be afraid to have standards and uphold them. A lodge cannot be afraid to turn a man away that is not going to be a good fit for that lodge. And you guide them to another lodge that may be a better fit. That's the right thing to do. We're not saying that you cannot be a Mason. We're saying that you cannot be a Mason here at this lodge with us. Because these are our standards. And we're seeing that already that you're just not going to meet those standards. It's going to be difficult for you for whatever reason. We don't know why. But we... Send you off with peace and love. Go forth and do great things. No problem. It's just you were not a fit, a good fit for us here. And by the way, today being Monday, you know, I was going to turn on the game as I recorded this so I can watch it. And I saw that there was people leaving the, the stadium. It was the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. So the announcers were pretty subdued. So was the crowd. So I'm like, what the hell? So I went on NFL.com and see what the hell's going on. It turns out that I guess right in the middle of a game, a football player just collapsed. And they just they had to go and perform CPR and they carted him out of there and they canceled the game. Interesting. Interesting. And so I'm just reading an article right here. Football world is praying for miracle for Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin. So that doesn't that doesn't sound good at all. A miracle? Uh, uh wow. And those guys are in supreme condition. Top athletes. Taking all the best stuff as well. Some of them. All right. So, again, once again, focus on the purpose, not the tools. And structure follows strategy. Just begin to do it. You don't need any equipment. And you have to ask yourself why. If you go to a lodge and you, because you want to become a mason, you better start asking yourself why you want to become a mason. Because more and more Masons are beginning to catch on to that, I guess, knee-jerk response 
or the common response. Why, why do you want to be a Mason? Why are you here? Oh, oh you know, my grandfather, he was a Mason. And so uh, he always told me that, yeah, I should become one. <clears throat> Wrong answer. And if he does answer like that, and he keeps coming around, don't be afraid to ask him again, over and over and over again, until you begin to get a better handle on why he's really there. It'll begin to show. It'll begin to show. I'm not saying that they're not going to slip through the cracks from time to time, but when you add this type of rigor to your vetting process, only good things will happen. The bar has been raised. Do not be afraid. All right, brethren? Get out there and get you some. Do not be afraid. Peace out. These strong sessions are calculated to inculcate in the mind of the novitiate the importance of subduing our passions and improving ourselves in masonry, feeding the attentive ear with the sound of the instructive tongue, endeavoring to add to the common stock of knowledge and understanding, effectively spreading the cement of knowledge and wisdom, and hopefully some good will towards exercising. Get out there and get your walking in. Open up your ciphers. Study, memorize, and just do it.